0: Hey guys, welcome to the mission update, enjoy the intro and maybe a quick ad, and then we'll get into it. Hey guys, welcome back and continuing our series for today, Willingness to Collaborate. It's okay. I can't be sure no. It's okay. This is my first time actually running one. There we go. But I guess formalities. You should tell them
1: who you are <laughs> and what you do. Yeah. I'm. Uh. My name is Elder Alex Harmon. Um. Let's see. I've been on my mission for 19 months now. Um. Let's see. I'm a very introverted person. Uh. So. It's been tough, but. Um, it's been it's been a good time. A lot of learning experiences.
0: And that's Elder Harmon for you. He's easily one of the smartest guys that I've met out here on my mission. And a huge thank you to him for being willing to do these, these interviews for us today. And he'll be popping in and out of the show with different quotes and ideas on the on the attribute that we're gonna be studying today. Not only though, is he one of the, the smartest guys that I've met, but he's a dear friend as we've been serving together and companions out here in Texas, Fort Worth. Without further ado though, Les Brown. He is an American motivational speaker and former member of the House of Representatives for Ohio. And he's quoted saying, ask for help, not because you're weak, but because you want to remain strong. So regardless of whether or not you're new to your situation or just aren't sure how to perform, or maybe you've put in that 10,000 hours everyone talks about and you're a master at what you're doing, but you're stuck or maybe you're facing burnout. There will come a time when you're gonna need to have, ask for help. Asking for help is not the same thing as asking for someone to do it for you. Harmon again. How much help did it take, and like when, when, and where did you ask for help, or, or were you just perfect right off the back and you
1: just did it all by yourself? Yeah, I'm just I'm perfect all the time, pretty much. Uh, anything <laughs> I try, I just am <laughs> instantly good at. No, um, I I had to have a lot of help from the scriptures. Um, I did a lot of reading, a lot of studying about faith and how faith interacts with fear. Um, I also, at, at one point, I had, I had the desire to improve, to increase my faith, but I, I just didn't know how. And so I talked with our mission president. Um, he's kind of the guy who oversees all of the missionaries, make sure they're safe, make sure they're protected, and he's the one who receives um, revelation from the Lord um, where all the missionaries should go, um, but he's he's a he's a smart dude. He's been he's been studying the scriptures for for more years than I've been alive. So um, I asked him, and he, I to be honest, I don't actually remember what he said. Um, but the spirit um, was able to guide me from then on. I think I think the the deciding factor, the the change that happened was um, that I was willing to to go to those lengths to. increase my faith. And I think the Lord saw that, um, that commitment, that desire, and he was willing to um, bless me for it.
0: Before asking for help, you need to have tried everything first. Many times, even to the point where every potential solution has been exhausted or tested. Just like Elder Harmon did, he turned to what he knew and where he knew he could find answers. But, once he didn't know what to do, and he had the desire to, to go further, he went and found help, and he wasn't afraid to ask, and he was, he was blessed because of it. Just like many things in life, there's a right and a wrong way to do something. Same goes for asking for help. You need to be concise about what you need and what you're asking for help for. Maybe schedule a time to sit down with people and discuss it rather than just barging in and dropping your situation in their lap and expecting them to figure it out. In many instances, people who know how, when, and where to ask for help often have a a good self-image, and they recognize what their strengths are and what they bring to the table. We've, as a society, built this aura around asking for help, and it's one in which asking for help is a sign of weakness. The more I've realized this, and the more I've just been blown away by it, this is terrible. Elder Harmon, the introvert he is, now adds his thoughts on how crucial people are to the learning process and
1: growing. Because I my options were either make friends and gain knowledge or be a recluse and gain nothing and don't improve and don't become any smarter.
0: Elder Harmon mentions how he needed to make friends in order to gain knowledge and to become smarter and to grow. He has in some people's eyes, more reason to be scared of asking for help than others. But he didn't let that get in his way, and he's, to this day, one of the most successful missionaries I've met. This fear of asking for help, it keeps people from growing. It tears down people's self-image with doubts. It starts making them see only where they're weak. Plus, it keeps them from asking for help. After we found our weaknesses, that's where we need help the most. Ether 1227 and now if men come unto me i will show unto them their weaknesses and i will give unto men weaknesses that they might be humble and my grace is sufficient for all men that humble themselves before me for if they humble themselves before me and have faith in me then i will make weak things become strong unto them some people might not realize how amazing i think that is even god the most powerful being in the universe has said listen I give you weaknesses so then you will be humble, but then I will turn them into your strengths. All you have to do is see them, be willing to work on them, and then ask for help. Many scholars of our time think that the key to breaking this norm around asking for help is to stop comparing ourselves to others and start learning from others. In a college writing course I took, my professor once said, read with a writer's eye. Granted, this is a very famous saying. But this is where I heard it first. It's an expression writers use to always be looking for ways to better their own works. Rather than comparing their writing to others, they learn from others to improve theirs. The same goes for in our weak areas. Comparing ourselves to others only hinders our ability to work with them. But some would say isn't comparison good, so then it helps drive us and push us? Here are Harmon's
1: thoughts on this. Like like you said, when, when you go that route, you, you tend to come across a lot of comparison. That's, that's a super tough thing for me, um, particularly, is comparing myself to others and comparing my success to others.
0: So to answer all of their questions, that's a yes. And now I know some of you might be a little confused. But that's not a yes to comparing ourselves to others, but comparing ourselves to ourselves. Not only does this help drive us and give us that motivation, but it builds our self-image as we see improvement. Elder Harmon discusses how he keeps a journal in order to compare to his past self.
1: The only way that I've been able to overcome that, my journal has helped a lot, weirdly enough, because um, I'll look back in there and see where I was at, where I was at spiritually, physically, mentally. Um, and rather than comparing myself to others, comparing myself to my past self
0: now this skill of being able to compare to one's past self and block out the constant nagging of comparing to others is amazing and this is in turn what allows us to adopt that writer's eye that we talked about earlier now with all of these tools having a good self-image learning from others rather than comparing finding our weaknesses and being able to accept help all of these will help us become more successful as we are more easily able to collaborate with others. And now I know the being who wants to help us the most, more than anybody, and to wants to see us to become successful and to find joy and to become better in this life, is our Heavenly Father. And I know without a shadow of a doubt, if we ask for help, and we strive and are diligent about working at our weaknesses and want to become better, He will help us, and I testify of that. And Elder Harmon, here in a second, is gonna add his testimony to that as well.
1: I think the only thing worthwhile that I can share is my testimony. I know that that Christ lives. I know that he has died for my sins. I know that repentance is real, that we can change because of his sacrifice for us. Um, You know, a lot of people say people never change. Um, I know that to be completely wrong but we have to have Christ with us in order for us to change. Uh, there's a saying I like, uh, two people can do anything in this world as long as one of them is Jesus Christ. Uh, I, I I know that to be true. I know that families are eternal. I know that Joseph Smith was a prophet because I know that the Book of Mormon is true. And I know that the Book of Mormon is true because the Spirit has witnessed it to my soul. Um, and I've seen countless examples of, of our Heavenly Father's mercy um, in, in the little things uh, throughout my day. Uh, I've seen countless, countless examples of the miracles that Christ can wrought and, and the blessings that he gives us when we follow his commandments. And I have no other explanation for them other than he lives and he loves us. I say all that in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen.
0: I would like to add my testimony to that of Elder Harmon I know what he says is true and I testify of it. The Book of Mormon is true, Joseph Smith was a prophet and God really does live. Uh, Jesus Christ really did come to earth and he suffered and died for our sins just so he could support us and be our advocate with the Father. And in that comes support in all things that we do. And I know that he will support us in all of our trials and our tribulations as well as all of our endeavors. And I can promise you that if you earnestly seek him out you will find him, and you will feel of his love, and you will feel the spirit, and your life will be blessed because of it, and it will be blessed in ways that you never knew that were possible, and your life will be changed because of it. Our lives are always changed when Jesus Christ is there, and we are earnestly trying to have him there in our lives, and I say that with the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Thank you all so much again for tuning in this week. Uh, this is the second episode, so hopefully there will be some noticeable differences, uh, Again, they're super fun. And now we're just going to take a, a quick break and we'll be right back with my missionary update. Thanks again. Bye. All right. Well, if you stuck around to this point in the, the podcast, uh, this is where we just kind of mission update. Uh, I am a missionary for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints for anyone who's just recently started listening. uh, I'm out here in Texas, Fort Worth, and I just kind of share my mission experiences, almost like a life in the missionary kind of a thing. But uh, basically, I'm just going to tell you guys a bunch of fun stories that we've been having out here. A lot of them actually happened this Friday, but uh, there was a couple in between that weren't, and some of them that were funny. First, uh, was it actually happened on Tuesday. Me and my companion we were uh, we were like craving pizza one day and we live right down from this place called 801 Pizza. No, nope, that's not right. It's 817 Pizza. Yes, that's it. But <clears throat> we didn't know it was actually a bar. And so we pull up and we order our pizza and everything like that because this, it's like sneaky, I guess. Because we pull up and it just looks like a, a food truck with some tables set out in front of it. And oh my goodness, do they have good pizza. That is just my word. It's like Detroit style with lots of cheese. And we got like this jalapeno popper one, with like lots of jalapenos and bacon. And it was just, oh, it's
1: so good.
0: But as we were sitting there, uh, we were like, all right, can we get some drinks to go with this pizza? And he was like, oh yeah, let me open up your guys' tab. And we were like, "Uh, okay, cool. And so we get like this, we get Topo Chito. It's not actually an alcoholic drink, but it's like just mineral water with some undertones. But it was really cool to to, uh, have that experience. And I shouldn't have felt as cool as I did having a dab, being a missionary. But it's it's fine. Uh, The next couple of stories. So it was just really cool. We've had a lot of really amazing lessons out here. We've been getting all of our ASL referrals. And it's been so fun. Just having lessons packed day to day to the point where, like, we don't even have time to, like, post on Facebook or, like, eat we're just so busy having lessons and oh it's so cool i really do see the blessings that come from when you really do try your hardest and you just put forth effort and then the lord blesses you it has nothing to do with what we do it's just all on the lord and it is so cool to see um but uh just just a lot of experiences that we've had with lessons have been just so cool i think this last week i've had some of the most spiritual lessons uh just going in. And as I've learned from preach my gospel, I've tried implementing what I've learned into what my lessons and it helps so much. It, just invites the spirit the entire time. And it's so cool. Mm. Obviously there there are such spiritual experiences. I really don't want to share them, but I really do know that, that he lives and he blesses all of his children in many different ways. And I've seen that as we've, we've seen people at their worst and as they've, Started to accept the gospel and to read the Book of Mormon and to really want to have Him in their lives, so that they they really are blessed. And it is just magnificent to watch. I'm so happy I get to be a part of so many people's lives and to help them come closer to Christ. It is just amazing. Um, but yeah, I think that about concludes it for my missionary update. Uh, it's amazing out here. Fort Worth is just the best best mission. Just about all of us out here in Fort Worth have been uh, told by our mission president to learn Spanish. And so on top of my additional ASL studies, I've been working on Spanish. And so maybe by the time I'm done with these two years of missionary work, I'll know English, Spanish and ASL. That would be really cool. Uh, And Spanish is actually really hard to learn. So kudos to all of the Spanish missionaries out there. It's just goodness gracious. Blows my mind away. ASL was so easy. But, I mean, I'm working at it, so we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, to all my missionaries out there, though, keep it up. You guys are doing amazing. I love you all lots. All my family, everyone, friends back home, love you all. Keep it
1: up. And I will see you guys all next week.